Hello, and <laughs> that was a bad intro, but I'm keeping it. I don't. <laughs> this is the skinny with Mike and Adam, episode zero one five three. Uh, we had just got out, gotten out of the glass house in Pomona, where we just saw not from what? from autumn to ashes, what? <laughs> and uh, where we saw um, Hawthorne Heights, Sleepwave, and a little band from uh, Long Island, New York, called Extinction AD. We had a lot of fun tonight. We talked to a good handful of people. Uh, my ears are ringing. Adam's ears are ringing. <laughs> we got to talk to... Um, oh, we'll, we'll share that story in a little bit. But uh, Adam, who did you... Uh, as per every show that we go to, who were you most excited to see tonight? I was most excited to see Hawthorne Heights because we saw their abbreviated set back at Warp Tour 2013. And uh, we knew that they'd be playing more. Do I need to make a right here? Yes, right over here. Sorry, there's a cop in front of us. I don't know if you're allowed to podcast and drive at the same time. Fuck it. This is fast and loose, man. We don't give a fuck. Skinny for life, bitches. But yeah, it was fucking loud. Uh, I was actually very impressed with Sleepwave. I don't think I was looking forward to their set, but oh my god, when they came out and started rocking it, I was loving it. I was realizing, oh fuck, I love these songs so much. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, I was personally most excited to see Sleepwave tonight. Uh, Well, I, I was originally... Really excited to see um, uh, uh, from Autumn to Ashes because I heard that they put on a incredible live show and this was their reunion tour so I imagine they had a bunch of energy. But the uh, the, the the state of uh, what what state were they from? Uh, uh, Michigan. Yeah, the state of Michigan took care of that for us. So uh, <laughs> so maybe we'll see from from Autumn to Ashes one day in the future. But yeah, just like Adam said, uh, I've I've seen Under Oath before, which uh, uh, which if you don't know. Spencer Chamberlain, the lead singer of Sleepwave, used to be the frontman of Under Oath from back in 2004 and onward until the band broke up. And I've, I've seen them a couple times, uh, once at Warp Tour and once uh, once opening for uh, Taking Back Sunday back in 2007. And uh, my God, does Under Oath put on an incredible show. And it seems as if Spencer has taken that energy and put it into Sleepwave. And I'm well, so wholly impressed. And uh, one of the great things about it... Uh, was that this show was oddly empty. It was freaking, like, really empty to the point that, like, Spencer walked right by us. Mike, do you want to tell the story about uh, meeting or almost not meeting Spencer Chamberlain? Oh, man, I almost not met him, and then I met him, and it was it was really weird. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think it had to do with the, um, the fact that from, since From Autumn Ash has had to drop off this tour... Um, they, I, I, I believe many people might have just assumed that the show was canceled, and maybe like half of them didn't show up. That was probably the case, because there was only a half full house for Hawthorne Heights, and uh, I counted 40 people in the crowd at the beginning of the Sleepwave set, and uh, there was even less for uh, Extinction AD. Yeah, Extinction AD had like maybe 20, 25 people like, in the whole thing. Mike and I were both saying it reminded us of our old days in our band. <laughs> Where we'd get a, if we got twenty people, we, that was a success. Yeah, that was that was moderate success for us, uh, which is which is a weird thing to say. We're just a bunch of piece of shit guys from like California making music, whatever. But you know, but but uh, but anyway, was very sparse this this uh, this time at the Glass House, which I've never seen before. Um, the guys in Sleepwave, they, you know, that 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 didn't hinder their performance at all. They played as if they were playing to like three hundred people, not just like thirty to forty, you know, and. Uh, and I really, and I really respect the band that uh, gives it their all, despite you know their 
being like, I really appreciate it. The, 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 the little emo boy in me <laughs> really very much thanks you for that. Uh, but uh, earlier, before, before we went into the uh, show, we were outside uh, interviewing people, and you'll hear those interviews later in this episode. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, it, it was Spencer Chamberlain. And, and it took Mike a long time. He's like, oh my God, there he is, there he is. And I'm like, come on, dude, let's go, let's go. Um, let's just cross the street, walk up to him. And you're like, no, 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 he's, he's busy. He's, he's talking to people. He's on his phone. We, we shouldn't do it. We shouldn't do it. So we waited and waited and waited. And right when Mike finally got the balls, what happened, Mike? Uh, well, before that, I, want, I just want to say that <laughs> I've been a big fan of Spencer Chamberlain since 2004. 11 years, by the way. And, I, and I've looked up to him as a songwriter, and I've modeled my screams in a band after him and my screams and my mannerisms after him so i owe the what little success that my band has a lot on spencer chamberlain and i respect and i respect the dude he's a good dude he's a great talented musician but anyway we're over there like adjacent to the corner that he's hanging out and uh and, and yeah, just like adam says like like no he's nervous i'm not, I'm not going over there I, uh, no he's busy i can't busy. yeah <laughs> he's so busy he's standing leaning up against a wall with his friends with his friends, oh my god. No. He was talking to his friends. Before the show that he's going to play in front of his fans, who he's there to play for. Uh, anyway, Adam finally convinced me to do it. I'm like, yes, I'm going to grab the pen. I'm going to have him sign my ticket. And uh, we start walking. And then just as we start walking, and as as if he were to see me. Because I'm pretty sure that uh, he, he saw us go across the street, like, creeping at him. So as if to say... Like, oh, God, those guys are coming. Those guys who have been looking at us for five minutes. Those guys are coming. As, as if to say that, he promptly walks into his bus just as we were about to cross the street. It made me, oh, so sad. I, I broke my little heart. Mike, Mike's little heart was pounding in his chest. He was like, oh, my God, my heart is beating so fast right now. I'm like, come on, man, you got to do it. I told him about all the times that I did not walk up to my rock idols and did not get their autographs and how I regretted it even years later, and I knew that he would regret it if he didn't do it now, but there was redemption. There was redemption, but the, before that, before we even walk into the venue, like we're, we're, we got there like super early, we were like the first ones there, which is also odd, that's never happened to us before at the, at the glass house, but anyway, we, we go there, and uh, like right like a couple minutes after we get there, we see a certain lead singer of a certain headlining band. Correct, he was wearing a black and white striped shirt, black rimmed glasses, and we said, oh my god, that's the lead singer of Hawthorne Heights, J.T. Woodruff. And uh, I saw him, and I just, like, impulsively yelled, J.T., can you sign an autograph? Do you, do you have a pen? Because <laughs> why would I have a pen on me? Because <laughs> I wasn't expecting that to happen. Uh, he said no, and he promptly walked away. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, like, I, I love how, like, your first instinct is to, hey, do this thing for me. <laughs> exactly. I am enti- I am entitled to your affections. Uh, yeah, but uh, we saw JT Woodruff, and, and we actually saw him like multiple times. He kept coming in and out, and eventually, like after even even after like, like Mike saying to Adam, like, "No, dude, he's annoyed. He's in a bad mood. Like, don't like don't like don't bother him or anything." Adam Adam promptly, as, as you know, as we were like already like hovering over his van, by the pretty much, uh, he, he 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 and two other members of the band show up and. And uh, ad- after finding a pen in your car, uh, we we, fi- we finally uh, Adam musters the courage to go up to Mr. JT Woodruff. Not not so much courage; he just kind of casually talked to him too. Yeah, I just said, hey JT, I got a pen. Oh, oh my! We got a weather alert. 
Anyway, I said, JT, I got a pen. He signed this real quick. And he kind of gruntily said, okay. He was, he was so excited to sign your, your, your our business card. What is my what is this more times the rest of the evening? But I, I chose not to get anything more signed by him. Right, right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but uh, we 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 saw the the two headliners for the band. And we had a we had a great time. And uh, uh, save for you know the very low attendance rate, it was a great show. Sounded great. Uh, I had I had some trouble listening, hearing some of the vocals for Sleepwave, but uh, other than that, I mean, it was a great show. You you gotta kind of do the redemption of you and Spencer Chamberlain. Oh, right, right. Yeah, in we walk into the venue, we go to the merch table. Like neither of us are planning to buy anything. It's like ah, eh, whatever. And then uh, you know, I look at the Sleepwave stuff, and there's a shirt there for ten bucks that looks super sweet. And like I'm wearing it right now, by the way. And they they have posters there for free. I'm like, oh hell yeah, posters. Poster. And uh, and and we're thinking like, hey, if I grab a poster. And we go back outside to where Sleepwave's uh, van is. Do you think maybe I'll sign it? Uh, but I did not need to because uh, income. Right at that moment, right at that fucking moment, we look over. We see like the silhouette of a of a long haired, a long haired hippie looking guy walking towards us. And I was and I edged to Mike. I'm like, "Who's that, Mike?" And Mike just says, "That's him." <laughs> and I was not expecting that at all. Um, but what happened next, Mike? And uh, like I and, and at that point like I didn't even like hesitate. He was walking towards the backstage area. I didn't even hesitate. I'm like Spencer. I'm like, hi. Do you want to sign the thing? <laughs> I didn't say that awkward thing. Goodness, but like, <laughs> but like, and, but he was like really cool. He was like, oh yeah, yeah, sure. But like, and and and, and, and we were like, find the pen. We were freaking out because I didn't have the pen. I I, I, had, I thought the pen was in my pocket. Turned out the whole time it was in Mike's pocket. It was in my pocket because I I, I took it from Adam before I was gonna cross the street. But it was in my fucking pocket and and. And even the merch guys were like nice enough, like, oh, we're looking for a pen or a marker, whatever. And uh, but uh, Spencer had to go do his warm up, so he's like, oh well, I'll come back out here after the thing, and then we'll sign your thing. But and Mike and I knew they never come back, never ever come back. But after the sleepwave set, Spencer said, hey, we're gonna be over there doing the thing, so come over this and do your thing, you know. <laughs> Luckily, Mike and about eight other people were there to get his autograph. Like half the people, <laughs> and to get their pictures taken with him, and in no time flat, in between sets, Mike was able to meet him. I'm sure you said positive words to him. Yeah, I chatted with him for a bit, and uh, I'll share that like on next week's episode. But like, uh, I chatted with him for a bit. He signed my poster, and uh, and 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 he and I, and I took a picture for another cat who is uh, there in line. But yeah, man, like what a great set! Like despite attendance being very low, great set. Band sounded great. Um, I wasn't much of a fan of Extinction AD, but whatever. They're the very intense, little, very muscular lead singer. Yeah, they, 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 he, he called us, he, he said that you and I are contributing to legalized slavery. Something like that. I kind of got lost on his rant. Because we work a 9-to-5 job, so fuck us? Yeah, we should be in a metal band like him, I guess. Yeah, everyone should be in a metal band so we don't contribute to legalized slavery. Yeah, but uh, so uh, why don't you guys uh, stick around, and uh, we got some pretty good interviews. Like I said, since attendance was low, we didn't get as many interviews as we wanted, but uh, we still we still talked to some great people. So tune in right now for some interviews at Hawthorne Heights, Sleepwave, and Extinction AD. Tune in next week, folks, to the Skinny with Mike and Adam. We are here, we're at the Glass House, we are out front with our microphones, we're here interviewing some awesome fans. There is literally 
seven people out here, and the doors are going to open in 30 minutes. 27 minutes, so it's a little bit of a light crowd so far, but we've got some awesome people here that we want to interview. Um, first off, this is Mike. I'm Adam. We do a, a podcast called The Skinny. Um, can you guys tell us your names and uh, where you're from real quick? I'm Alexa, and I'm from Montebello. Aramis, I'm East LA. Wow. All right, so you guys came a little bit of a ways to get here. Cool, cool. Now, Aramis, you, were, you got it from Autumn to Ash's shirt. Now, we announced on our podcast last week that you know, Autumn Ashes would no longer be on this tour. We were we were afraid that maybe you didn't get the, the message from our podcast, but were you aware that they weren't going to make it here tonight? Um, yeah, I was aware, but I, mean, uh, I still wanted to come either way. Hawthorne Heights, I wouldn't mind seeing them, but yeah, I was still pretty disappointed. Um, have you been following kind of like from Autumn to Ashes' return? Because they haven't had an album since 2007, but um, have you, what have you kind of heard about that? Well, um, they were my favorite band since I was um, a junior in high school. Right now I'm like a freshman in college. Um, and I, yeah, I keep track on them. And I, I thought it was amazing when I first heard about the reunion tour. And, but yeah, sadly, you know, they canceled. And I, I still want to see them, hopefully. I know I read something that they were going to like make up shows. So hopefully that happens. Hopefully. We have to find out how long he's on probation and can't leave the state. One year. <laughs> well, but, what, you don't know what happened? Okay, well, it turns out um, he was growing marijuana in his house, and he had a court date, which is, yeah, <laughs> he was, uh, and he, had a, he had a court date at the end of, uh, 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 in June, and the judge said that the, he can't leave the state for a year. So it gives him plenty of time to make a new album, though. I, I, I didn't know about it. This is why we have a podcast, so that we can bring this information to the fans. That's all we care about, is bringing you guys the information. So emergency. Personal now, Alyssa, are you a fan of From Autumn Dashes? Oh, no, no, I'm the best friend Tagalog. Best friend Tagalog. So not even like a Hawthorne Heights fan or an Extinction? I like, I've like, I listened to a song and I was like, I'd rather not say anything. Oh, man. Don't worry, the band won't hear this. You don't have to worry about that. We tried earlier to talk to JT, the lead singer of Hawthorne Heights, and he just kind of walked away. We didn't like say like, hey, can we interview you or anything? He just, you know, kept on walking. So, um, we got any other questions for them before we do our, uh... Oh, yeah, so, yeah, so, um, both of you guys are familiar with Hawthorne Heights, right? Yeah, I just started listening to them, um, a few months ago, really. Like, I got into them after. You guys are familiar with, like, back in, like, 2004, like, Ohio's for Lovers and songs like that. Well, um, back in the day, like, they've changed their sound a lot nowadays, but, like, they've been known for very angsty and, uh, you know, very angsty lyrics and... You know, songwriting that would probably appeal to the teenage demographic. So, we decided to say, hey fans of Hawthorne Heights, which of these is the real Hawthorne Heights lyric, and which of these is bad teenage poetry you found on the internet? <laughs> Alright, first is, I'm going to give you two, two choices. First of which, feel so strange, try to rearrange my feelings for you, give, I guess it must be true, I probably love you. Or, as days go by, I swear I'll try. I'll wait for you until I die. Anything for you. Which one of those is a real Hawthorne Heights lyric? The first one or the second one? Um, the first one is extremely cringeworthy. I, I, the second one, I would think the second one. Good job. High five. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> ah, then we got we got you there. Yeah. This is why we were we were afraid of JT kind of like hearing our uh, our our, our uh, little joke here. But um, hey, thank you very much. Enjoy the show tonight. Yeah, then thanks for talking to us, guys. Enjoy the show. Appreciate it.
Damn it, there's a train behind me. All right, so um, I'm going to try to try to hear you guys, but we're going to talk to the other two people that are here in line with us. It's still pretty early, but we're expecting a bigger crowd, hopefully, by the time the show gets started. Um, but first off, uh, my name is Adam. This is Mike. And uh, what's your guys' name, and where are you from? Uh, Peter from Riverside. Jesus from Riverside. Cool. We are from Riverside as well. Well, I am. He's from Paris. But, yeah, we say our podcast is based in Riverside, but you know, Adam Mike. Yes. So we got we got business cards for you. We'll give you one in a second. Um, so can you can we we've already been talking about from autumn to ashes not being on the tour, and that's who you guys are here to see tonight. Can you just kind of like tell us how you feel about being stuck seeing a band that you're not really as into, but still excited to see nonetheless? Like, or are you just as excited to see Hawthorne Heights? Uh, not not me. Uh, preferably. Um, I like more like hardcore and screaming, more fast-paced. But I still dig Hawthorne Heights. It's just not a band I listen to all the time. Are you familiar with Extinction AD? No, I'm not. They're definitely more of that metal vibe. So uh, You're familiar with uh, Sleepwave, though, right? I mean, they're yeah, because I know the the Under Oath um, singer and I think the guitar player started Sleepwave. Was it the guitar player or the piano player? Use the guitar tech. Uh, in, yeah, the, the only other yeah, Spencer's the only other member from uh, Under Oath that's in the band. Cool. So, um, yeah, do we have any other questions before we jump into our uh, emo lyrics? Other than uh, Modern Ashes, what band were you most excited? That was it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm so just gonna just ca- you guys are just gonna casually just hang out and just uh, check out the show. You might as well. Might as well. Yeah. 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 Might drink, uh, probably mosh a little bit. Sounds like a plan. It took me like six months to uh, persuade my wife to let me go. I am, I do have a ball and chain, so. I mean, we're, well, I, I'm married. He's still technically married, but not so much. Um, but we, we understand the struggle and the, uh, <laughs> you got kids at home too? Two kids, yeah. Holy crap. Okay. We only have one each. So still, we know how hard it is to get down here. I'm good. I'm good. None for Peter. Okay. All right, well, um, well, both of you guys are familiar with uh, Hawthorne Heights, right? Back in the day, they used to be very much known for their very emo, angsty uh, music that kind of appeals to like the teenage demographic. So we, so we thought we'd ask, can you guys figure out which of these is a is a real Hawthorne Heights lyric and which one is bad teenage poetry found on the internet? <laughs> All right, so first one is tonight we fly away so high. Tonight we fly away. You know the moon is full and I can't live without you. Or I try to find the words, explain how much it hurts, but all I do is fuck it up, ended up, I end up wishing I just shut up. First one or second one? Uh, I say the second. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's bad teenage poetry you found on the internet. <laughs> well, I hope you guys still enjoy the show. I mean, uh, Sleepwave, Sleepwave and Hawthorne Heights are still put on a great show, so I hope you guys will enjoy yourselves anyway. Nice meeting you guys. And I've felt no regrets 
<laughs> Moving on to the other two people that are in line here. There's, you guys are the last ones, so uh, I don't have anybody else to interview after you guys. So uh, I won't interview your girlfriend if this is your girlfriend. Okay, okay. She's just here for support. All right. So um, first off, what's your name? Where are you from? Noe. I'm from Coachella. Coachella. All right, man. You came a long ways. All right, cool. So you're here to see Hawthorne Heights, just like your shirt says. Um, have you been following this band for many, many years? Seven. Okay, what album was that? That you first. I think that was that. Okay, that was the first one that introduced you to him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Something like that. All right, cool. So, how are you feeling about uh, Hurt coming out here in the near future? Well, I haven't heard of it. Are you familiar with the other two EPs? The Hate and Hope. Yeah. So, um. What was your uh, what was your feeling about Zero? By the way, I do feel like I have to ask you about that as the most recent one. It was kind of different, different from the other albums, but it was nice. It was cool. The band really changed their style, changed their sound a little bit. Luckily, JT is still wearing the striped shirt and glasses from the era. We just saw him walking by, um, so we're hoping that he comes back because we could really use an autograph or something and a quick interview if if he's down with it. But um, basically, we what we did was write down some of JT's lyrics. And then Mike found some bad teenage poetry on the internet. And we decided we were going to ask people if they could tell which one was which. It was Hawthorne Heights music or bad teenage poetry. With all due respect to Hawthorne Heights. I'm just, we're just, yeah, yeah, because back in the day, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a recovering emo kid. So back in the day, I mean, that, that, their, their music was like, like, oh, like, oh yes, they're so sad and deep. But this is so me. <laughs> but yeah, with, with all due respect to Hawthorne Heights, I was wondering if you could figure out which one is the real Hawthorne Heights lyrics and which one is bad teenage poetry I found on the internet. Is it the first one? You turned your back repeatedly, making me feel bad. You even yelled at me because I once made you mad. Or is it the second one? It's time to move on. Exit now. Credits rolling. The girl who stole my heart. The one who got away. Uh, the second one? Definitely the second one. That is uh, Screenwriting Apology from their first album. Yeah, of course you're a true fan right there. Well, thank you very much for talking to us, man. Enjoy your show. You're the person that takes care of the media. Should, should we have talked to you to try to get an interview with with Hawthorne Heights? Probably not. But has to go through their management, right? Yeah. That's what we tried and we failed. <laughs> but um, okay. What's your name? Rosa. Rosa, and you are the media person here at the Glass House. And now we have a Snapchat, so you guys can follow us and just look it up. And just, we post set times and upcoming shows. Anything you can find it there. What is the uh, Snapchat uh, username? Snapchat, it's used at the glass house. I mean, it'd be, yeah, you can find it at the glass house. Very cool. All right, can you tell us a little bit about your history with Hawthorne Heights? I actually heard them when I was in middle school. I'm now 23, but uh, I heard them back when it was Victory Records passing out uh, the sample CDs at Warp Tour. Mine was actually brown. Some people were pink. I don't know, I forgot, but it was cool hearing them, so... Very cool. Did you get to see them live very much? It was 
is actually the first time I'll be seeing them, and I actually posted the Ohio's for Lovers video yesterday on our Instagram, so that people would remember who they are. Right. This was so long ago. It was so middle school for a lot of people, unfortunately. Um, well, we, we, we know that Hawthorne Heights has been kind of like the angsty emo lyric style, so we came up with a list of Hawthorne Heights lyrics and then compared them to bad teenage poetry, and we were asking people if they could tell the difference between which one, which one was which. Would you be willing to, to try that out with us real quick? Okay, so is it, is it the first one? It's like, you have me still because I'm breathing. Although it has slowed down, please don't cry because I'm leaving. I hope to see you soon. Or is it the second one? Again, I fell for it. The same old dating routine. I saw you. I loved it until I saw the real thing. Hawthorne Heights is the second one? The second one is actually bad teenage poetry I found on the internet. <laughs> but thanks so much for uh, talking to us, Rosa. That was uh, really nice of you to talk to us. Thank you.